A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. The angel brought me, Ezekiel, back to the entrance of the temple of the Lord, and I saw water flowing out from beneath the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the facade of the temple was towards the east. The water flowed down from the right side of the temple, south of the altar. He led me outside by the north gate and round to the outer gate facing the east, where I saw water trickling from the right side. Then when he had walked off to the east with a measuring cord in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and had me wade through the water, which was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand, and once more he had me wade through the water, which was now knee-deep. Again he measured off a thousand and had me wade through the water, which was up to my waist. Once more he measured off a thousand, but there was now a river through which I could not wade, for the water had risen so high it had become a river that could only be crossed except by swimming. He asked me, Have you seen this, son of man? Then he brought me to the bank of the river where he had me sit. Along the bank of the river he saw, I saw many trees on both sides. He said to me, This water flows into the eastern district down upon the Arabah and empties into the sea, the salt waters, which it makes fresh. Wherever the river flows, every sort of living creature that can multiply shall live, and there shall be abundant fish. For wherever this water comes, the sea shall be made fresh. Along both banks of the river, fruit trees of every kind shall grow. Their leaves shall not fade, nor their fruit fail. For every month they shall bear fresh fruit, they shall and they shall be watered by the flow from the sanctuary. Their fruit shall serve for food, and their leaves for medicine. The word of the God, Lord. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in distress. Therefore we fear not, though the earth be shaken and mountains plunge into the depths of the sea. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. There is a stream whose rinlets gladden the city of God, the holy dwelling of the Most High. God is in its midst. It shall not be disturbed. God will help it at the break of dawn. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. Come, behold the deeds of the Lord, the astounding things he has wrought on earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. A clean heart create for me, O God. 
Give me back the joy of your salvation. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. There was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there is... In Jerusalem, at the Sheep Gate, a pool called in Hebrew Bethesda, with five porticos. In these lay a large number of ill, blind, lame, and crippled. One man who was there had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there, and knew that he had been ill for a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be well? And the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool. When the water is stirred up while I am on my way, someone else gets down there before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, rise, take up your mat and walk. And immediately the man became well, took up his mat and walked. Now that day was a Sabbath, so the Jews said to the man who was cured, It is the Sabbath and it is not lawful for you to carry your mat. He answered them, the man who made me well told me, take up your mat and walk. They asked him, who is the man who told you, take it up and walk? The man who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had slipped away since there was a crowd there. And after this, Jesus found him in the temple area and said to him, Look, you are well. Do not sin anymore, so that nothing worse may happen to you. The man went and told the Jews that Jesus was the one who had made him well. Therefore, the Jews began to persecute Jesus because he did this on the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. So both readings today are about water, about living water. Of course, in the part of the world where these scriptures emerged, Water is maybe the most excellent example of the gift of life coming from God. Without water, there is no life. Just go a couple of days to Death Valley, 
and you'll find out. Ezekiel makes a baffling statement, saying that this life-giving power of water doesn't come just from the sky. It comes from the place where we worship God. Or said a little bit differently, the real sustaining and engendering life that befalls the universe is the faith that is being renewed through our worship in the temple. It's still a baffling statement. But Jesus in the gospel adds an important condition. In order to receive the full benefits of this living water, it's not enough that we walk into that stream that comes up, but we have to choose to go in it from head to toe. Not only to get baptized, because that can remain a sterile sacrament if we don't participate in it. But we have to continue to immerse ourselves into the rejuvenating powers of God until the day we die. We must realize that without this repeated submission to God's love, we will dry up. And we don't have the power to let our faith grow. Some Christian denominations even brought that so far that they thought people needed to be rebaptized. Well, of course, that's not the case. Now, there are many objections that could slip in someone's heart. Why not to live like that? Why not to be actively seeking to immerse ourselves in the living water of God? That is because, as humans, we simply don't like to be too dependent on God. We like him, yes, we go to Mass, but we like to keep a part of our existence for ourselves. We like to have some privacy. Now, to those, Jesus says, like he says to that crippled man laying there for 38 years, do you want to be healed? That's a powerful question. Do you want to be healed? I often hear heart-wrenching stories from people who suffer from many things that happened in their past, and they can't get over it. And I continue to find excuses for what they are, for that they are not able to move forward in their lives. And when I ask him, do you want to be healed? When I ask that question, they seem to be taken aback a little bit, almost shocked by the question. Yes, there is a future for you freed from the bondage of the past, 
The Lord has ordained that for you. But you have to choose now. You have to choose the one who can take that all away from you and make you truly live against all the odds.